0: You got your 4X strategy game in my RTS. That's what players were saying back in 2003 when Rise of Nations was originally released. That was the goal of former Civ developer Brian Reynolds when he started the project. This hybrid of 2 subgenres has been met with critical acclaim since, and its excellent expansions have only furthered that narrative. A fantasy-themed spin-off tanked, and the franchise has floundered ever since. Microsoft now owns the IP and commissions Skybox Games to improve the visuals and add a robust multiplayer mode for the extended edition. It's been a part of the Game Pass lineup since day one, so we're guessing most of you have been teased by it many times. It's almost two decades old in a genre that's nearly dead, but that doesn't mean you should keep scrolling past it. Let's find out if Rise of Nations is a Game Pass or a Game Fail. <laughs> Rise of Nations makes a great first impression. There's a lot to learn and it does its best to help. There are crafted tutorials to teach you the gameplay or you can play an easy one-on-one game with a guide instead. Either way, it quickly becomes clear that it's more of a real-time strategy game than a Civ clone. While you still build cities, collect resources, and research technology, the majority of the time spent playing focuses on StarCraft-style combat. It's fast-paced, but also welcoming enough that we easily make it through its early stages. Your army is prepared to march into enemy territory and take a city in your nation's name. Now, where to next? The campaign missions ask you to play through historical scenarios like the colonization of the New World or Alexander the Great Unifying Greece. You choose your missions using a risk-style map, but it's unclear how to actually complete some of them. We've accomplished all the goals in a given mission only to fail it. We know how to play the game, Playing it well has eluded us. Follow in his footsteps or forge your own path as you attempt to conquer the world. Perhaps that's because it seems like the most important option is multiplayer. It has its ups and downs, but there are plenty of options. The community is small, but you can find a game if you use the server screen instead of selecting Quick Play. We don't recommend it though. The folks on the servers are experts who have been playing the game for over a decade. Regardless of whether you're playing the campaign or online multiplayer, the gameplay is great. It's easy to understand the core concepts, there are just a handful of resources to collect, and not many buildings or units to memorize. Combat follows the tried and true rock-paper-scissors mechanic, but there's a lot of depth even with these limited options. Each nation plays differently, and even with a limited amount of playtime, it's already obvious that this silent river runs deep. It doesn't stay simple for long though. The combat is driven by an actions per minute metric, so eventually you're going to have to master all the hotkeys. The isometric perspective can hide your units behind buildings, and it can be hard to tell which units are idle. Military units need to be micromanaged. They regularly go on wild goose chases or collide with each other while moving. It can make Rise of Nations feel old at times. It's a shame the genre isn't popular enough to rationalize giving it a proper make Whether you care about the real-time strategy side of Rise of Nations or the 4X side, there are plenty of competitors on Game Pass. The most obvious are the three Age of Empires games. It's a far more popular franchise. All three games were released in the same time frame as Rise of Nations, and their remasters are much more recent. Age of Empires focuses on ancient history and tactics, while Rise of Nations goes all the way to modern times and has more of a strategy angle. This comp will become more interesting when Age of Empires 4 launches as a more modern take on the formula, but for now it's a matter of taste. If you are a big Civ fan and are looking for the 4X strategy elements promised by Rise of Nations advertising, you have some extremes to look at. Endless Legend and Endless Space 2 are smaller in scope but add some RTS-style elements to a more traditional strategy game. Then there are massive games like Europa, Universalis IV, and Stellaris, which approach action on a much larger scale, but are a huge commitment. Now, it's time to find out, does Rise of Nations get a game pass or a game fail? Gonna rush! The real-time strategy genre has a massive barrier to entry. They are complicated games, and a lot of learned behavior from other genres does not apply. But Rise of Nations is well-equipped to tackle this mountain of learning mastering each individual piece of the game is easy and fun and eventually your brain begins to connect the dots between them taking the big step from competent to good is admittedly difficult though rise of nations has a lot of competitors on game pass but it shows its strengths and weaknesses rather quickly you won't have to invest a ton of time to figure out if it's worth continuing even though we failed to achieve rts zen we can recognize and appreciate its depth and smart game design. Rise of Nations gets a Game Pass. Join us next week as we take a look at... New Super Lucky's Tale.